Hello and welcome to Kane and Ren's Sound of Play 194. Wednesday and Sound of Play, we bring you some of our and your favorite pieces from the many video game soundtracks we've enjoyed over the decades. I'm laughing because I screwed up the intro and I'm re-recording it. <laughs> Sounds better this time though, right? You would agree with that. <laughs> Joining me, Ryan Heyman, in Sound of Play 194 is nobody because, uh, yeah, I'm just taking some time to, to catch up. You know, I've been doing a lot of uh, a lot of specials on Sound of Play lately, whether it is the a kind of year-long medleys of video game music that I've been producing, or um, some of the uh, 10th episode specials. Jacob and, and Josh just put one together for the Dark Souls and Bloodborne and Sekiro series of games, which you can find back in Sound of Play 190. And so I thought I would just take some time since it's been a while since I've done like a standard 
non-interview, non-year special, non-10th <laughs> issue special sound of play uh, to just uh, get some of my and your picks out there. Just a regular show all by myself. Let's do this. What we heard coming into the show today was a cover of a song from Marvel vs. Capcom 2, New Age of Heroes, called Swamp Stage Funk Arrangement. This is a, li- a live cover by Lord Biff Music, uh, originally composed by Tetsuya Shibata and Mitsuhiku Takano. I will, of course, not be the first to say that the Marvel vs. Capcom 2 soundtrack is weird and acronistic in a way that does not suit the video game itself, but in another sense, like it, it's really fun and interesting music and i kind of don't want anything else in its stead (laughs) it's just all this kind of like loungy elevator jazz music Uh, and of course the um the infamous uh, character selection music which is a different thing entirely (laughs) Uh, but this is one of the um i think generally agreed upon in the community to be one of the better tracks in the game all all around and uh, i just thought this is a really nice um live instrument cover of it so that'd be a, a good, fun way to open off the, the show today. Let's go now to a community pick. We're going to be alternating between my picks and community picks. And uh, one of the reasons why I wanted to, to do this show, uh, to do this kind of like standard solo show and get some of, uh, some of my own picks out there is because I've been doing these year-end, year-long uh, video game mixes that I've alluded to a couple of times already. Uh, you can go check those out. I don't have the sound of play numbers in front of me. The most recent one was 192, which was for the year 2016, I believe, if my memory serves. <laughs> Just a couple of sounds of playback. And uh, in doing those, you know, I am reviewing multiple tracks uh, for upwards of, you know, 200 video games for a single mix. And uh, not all of them are used, but, you know, I'm, I'm gaining quite a bit of perspective on uh, on video game music for games that I probably would have never touched otherwise. And it has elucidated a few really just kick-ass tracks that I wanted to highlight. Um, obviously, they've been featured in the mixes before, but they're just so good that they deserve to stand on their own. So uh, we're going to be playing today a few of those tracks along with a few other just kind of random picks. Um, but this, this next one, which is a forum submission actually is one of the ones that I was going to bring to the mix anyway. So I'm, uh, I'm glad that somebody else got to it first. This comes from reprobate gamer from the forum who says, I first came across pit people when I had an invite to the private beta and it clicked. It's possibly the most saccharine crap sack world I've come across. And the soundtrack really helps to enforce this with a mix of tunes with influences from trap to flamenco and all with an inferred retro game sound feel. But it is a behemoth game, so you kind of know what you get going into it, as that is pretty much their entire catalog of games. One of my favorites from Pit People remains the main theme. It's called It's Us, composed by Patrick Catani. It's a very distinctive track, quite infectious, quite easy to find yourself bopping along as you watched hand-drawn characters heal themselves by eating parts of their muffin cleric and brutally hacking down enemies with a frankly mad selection of weapons from giant corkscrews to carrot-flinging bows by way of swirly lollipops and not forgetting rusty swords and uzis all whilst the narrator actively wants to kill you and your turn-based team of misfits yes as i was saying earlier this is one of my favorite tracks that i discovered while doing my 2018 mix 
uh, which you can find at the very beginning of this year or the very end of last year, somewhere around there. I love its sheer variety of instruments, and it's just kind of like demented hodgepodge of sounds. Um, it uses all kinds of different instruments and all kinds of different registers from super acoustic type stuff to super digital type stuff. And it has a few kind of like vocal stings in there as well that add this kind of like fun, weird, unpredictable, kind of stupid sound to it. <laughs> I just love it. It's, it's boppy. It's fun. It's us. Main theme by Patrick Catani from Pit People. <laughs>
speaking of tracks with very cool vocal samples, <laughs> this is one from Fury, which I used in the 2016 mix a couple of issues back. This one is called My Only Chance, composed by the Toxic Avenger from Fury. And this song is awesome. <laughs> uh, I noted in the 2016 mix that I did that there was a lot of kind of like dark techno that year for some reason. It was just kind of like all of them released at the same time. It was just like this kind of dark EDM type of music, kind of trancey. And uh, yeah, this soundtrack is no exception. Um, I had played Fury a little bit before, but hadn't really paid much attention to the music. And uh, when I stumbled upon this song, I um, had to download the entire soundtrack because it's uh, pretty great. And it definitely is a good soundtrack from start to end. It's uh, made up of a bunch of different artists. And so I definitely recommend hunting down that one. That is F-U-R-I. If you are into what you hear coming up, um, I just love how uh, how kind of desperate and how, how hard this piece hits as well. Uh, it, it's really good. I might have to check out more by the Toxic Avenger. <laughs> Familiar with the movie, not with the band. This is My Only Chance from Fury. <laughs>
From T-Bone254 from the forum, Since Kanerin's just covered the latest Zelda release, I figured I would drop this little gem here. When I first came across this song, it was through an early file sharing application, LimeWire I think it was called. It was labeled System of a Down Cover Zelda. Of course, later on I learned this was actually by the Rabbit Joint, and was submitted onto OC Remix. It's a short, fun little tune that couldn't be taken too seriously, but it's a ton of fun to listen to. I got really excited when I saw this one on our uh, our forum request spreadsheet because I also remember this song from way back in the day. This was recorded back in the year 2000, um, being shared widely and uh, having that same system of a down tag applied to it. I have no idea why. I mean, I guess I can hear it, um, but, uh, you know... It is pretty widely known as the System of a Down Legend of Zelda song, uh, which is funny because it's not in their usual style. Um, not that Serge Tonkian has done a, a ton of work outside of System of Down and, and has is kind of a Frank Zappa-like figure. And so he has a ton of styles in which he has recorded. So maybe saying the System of a Down style isn't super helpful, <laughs> but uh, it's not in the typical new metal style anyways that you would associate with the band but for some reason uh that tag has persisted and i I wonder if the rabbit joint um which is made up of joe plyman and jesse spence uh, would dislike that comparison or whether they are happy that (laughs) more people have heard it thinking that it was system of a down who knows maybe we can talk to them someday that'd be kind of fun see what they've been up to since then (laughs) anyways this is the legend of zelda rabbit joint cover from um, originally by Koji Kondo uh, for the original Legend of Zelda game. This is an OC remix, an overclocked remix, of course, by the Rabbit Joint. Link, here come to town. is a main theme from a game that I've never played before but came from my 1999 mix uh, I uh, happened upon Shadow Man which came out on the N64 PC Mac PlayStation and Dreamcast way back then and I kind of immediately fell in love with its theme song when I was listening to it in the actual mix itself I play around with some of the kind of like chanting that happens in the actual track and overlay some Fat Boy Slim with kind of a similar vocal sample um, to lead into the next track, which is, I don't remember, some like RC car racing game that also came out on the PlayStation. Uh, this track is one that um, that I enjoyed and actually ended up, uh, you know, throwing into my regular rotation of video game music afterwards. So mission accomplished, <laughs> I guess. Um, a song that I never would have come across otherwise. And now I want you all to hear it without all of the Fat Boy Slim and without all of the extra 
remixing work in its entirety. It's a short song, just a minute 38. But uh, anyways, this is the main theme from Shadow Man by Tim Haywood. from the forum this is young steve who says i haven't played this game for years but still this piece of music pops into my head every so often the soundtrack to this game is fantastic foregoing the usual orchestra fantasy trope music for a much more varied approach this game seems to get very little mentioned these days and it's a real shame as i think it's a true gem of the playstation one era and one of capcom's better forays into the rpg genre this is without a care overworld theme one by yoshino aoki and Akari Kaida from Breath of Fire 3, or <laughs> as it was listed on our spreadsheet, Breath of the Wild 3. I don't know whether that was uh, whether that was young Steve or Leon's mistake there, or whether that was just a little gag, uh, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 3, that would be, um, that'd be quite forward-thinking of Capcom back in 1997. <laughs> Anyways, I don't really have any significant history with Breath of Fire 3, but I played a ton of Breath of Fire 4, and uh, that soundtrack is still one of my favorites. Um, you know, I, I uh, one of my forays into the JRPG genre, you know, when they when they hit you young, they st- stick with you your entire life. So, uh, but I was uh, very happy to uh, discover this piece of, of Breath of Fire 3 music as well. So, without a care, Overworld Theme 1 from Breath of the Wild 3.
next. This is going to be difficult to pronounce, but another one from my 1999 mix, which I really liked. Another、uh, piece of kind of dark, religious sounding, chanting <laughs> music from the legacy of Kane's Soul Reaver called Ozar Midrashim, I'm going to guess.、Uh, probably named after one of the areas in the game, I would venture to guess, by Kurt Harland. And in particular, this piece of music, I really, really love the. Wild sound effects and samples that it uses.、Uh, there's something that sounds very kind of unnatural and unearthly about this piece of music, but、um, yeah, I don't know. It just adds that kind of like demonic flavor, which is、um, really plays to the strengths of this particular composition. So let's hop into Ozar Midrashim by Kurt Harlan from Legacy of Cain Soul Reaver.
coming now from the forum is Gingertastic01. I like that. <laughs> Who's recommending a piece that I have uh, featured in the 2017 video game mix, which you can find on uh, our YouTube channel, I should say, uh, for all of these previous pieces of music as well. Your mileage may vary on the 1999 one. I believe that one got blocked in America due to copyright reasons. Uh, but the other ones uh, should be up there. And then um, our UK and Europe listeners have said that the 1991 one works for them as well. So um, yeah, go check those out on the Kinderman's YouTube channel. They are the entire, you know, oftentimes hour plus long mixes of video game music all put to um, the appropriate B-roll from each individual game featured. It's it's a really cool way to experience it. And um, if you've already listened to it, it's a great way of, um, of checking and seeing if you have correctly identified each game that the music has come from. It's a fun little game we like to play. Anyways, the 2017 mix is up on YouTube, or you can find it on the Sound of Play podcast at the uh, the end of 2017. I uh, don't remember whether it was really standalone or as a piece of our massive 2017 year-end 11-hour special or something, but um, it is uh, somewhere. <laughs> Ginger Tastic requests, great Metroidvania with incredible soundtrack. Any track from this album would be fitting of Sound of Play. Enjoy. This is the title theme by Monomer. That is the, uh, the name of Gavin Allen. From the Mummy Demastered, which was created by Way Forward, uh, which I remember uh, being one of those games that surprised everyone when it came out and the reviews started circulating. It was a real Shadow of Mordor situation, <laughs> uh, where you know, obviously, it's a uh, side-scrolling platformer based on a movie that nobody really cared about. But uh, from all reports, it sounds like Way Forward did an incredible job and really, you know, put more effort into this than anyone was expecting <laughs> uh yeah obviously not to denigrate the work this is only to bring up the work of way forward and uh gavin allen the the composer on this one um but you know it's uh i don't think anyone was really expecting anything of value to come from a game based on the recent tom cruise the mummy movie but here we are it's supposed to be a really cool metroidvania game and it's got a really cool soundtrack, so let's listen to the title theme from The Mummy Demastered.
Remember, you can venture over to our forum at canoodrince.com slash forum, or you can go over to our Twitter at canoodrince and uh, tweet at us. Um, you can uh, send requests into either of those locations, our Facebook page, anywhere you can get in touch with us. We will take requests for future Sounds of Play. We encourage you to check out our other podcasts on the network. Of course, I am also the host of Playwright, uh, where uh, myself and Ryan Quintel, formerly of IGN, pitch brand new video game ideas back and forth and workshop them for 10 minutes each until we come up with something completely demented and weird <laughs> at the end of it. And um, it's it's a lot of fun. It releases every Thursday on the Canadarance Network. Um, it is a separate podcast feed, though, so go and hunt that out. That is P-L-A-Y-W-R-I-T-E. I believe the podcast feed itself doesn't have any punctuation, but on the website, we have a semicolon in between play and write. So, um, yeah, seek that out either on the Canon Rinse website or on the uh, podcast feed of your choosing. We also release Canon Rinse on Mondays and the Sausage Factory on Fridays. And if you've enjoyed this show and any of the other shows that we've done, please consider donating a dollar a month through our Patreon at patreon.com slash We greatly appreciate everyone who does. You have our eternal gratitude. And uh, it, it really helps us produce um, more, more shows, more specials, more extra content that we would not be able to otherwise. Right back to the show. <laughs> This last track is actually two tracks that play back to back, but they're, uh, they kind of cover similar themes. Um, I put this one at the end just because it almost kind of counts as a spoiler. I, uh, I would kind of recommend playing the game and hearing these songs in context rather than hearing them in the podcast if you fancy this type of game. Last December, um, I was uh, the Nintendo and a marketing lead on the Devolver Digital account. I did a ton of work with Devolver over the marketing them uh, for the Nintendo platform. And my favorite project that we worked on was Greece, which came out last, uh, last December. It's this beautiful artsy platformer game with just a stunning soundtrack, a stunning visual style. Just everything about it is really, really beautiful. Gameplay is, um, is fairly minimal and it's not a challenging game. Uh, so, you know, if you're the type of person who's just looking for the next Sekiro fix, then I'm sorry, but we can't help you there. But uh, I would really recommend um, jumping into Greece. It, it's not a long game. It's it's pretty quick to get through, but it's it's very beautiful. And even if you kind of feel like you've seen that kind of thing before, it was still surprising me, you know, as I was playing it um, upon release. And I had been, you know, nose deep in its materials uh, for uh, for months doing the the marketing on this one. So, you know, it was still surprising me. It was still coming up with a really cool, really beautiful vistas that uh, were kind of unlike anything I'd ever seen before. And of course, the soundtrack knocked me off my feet when I heard it. Composed by Berlinist, this is the um, probably the main theme of the game. Uh, one of them plays at the beginning of the game, and one of them plays at the end. And they both kind of crescendo into these beautiful. I don't know how to describe them really like they're really just emotional pieces of music and um, yeah, just uh, just incredible compositions. This is called Grease Part 1 and Grease Part 2. Again, I would recommend seeking it out and actually listening to it in the context of the game itself. Um, but um, if you're not bothered about that kind of thing or if you've already played the game, then uh, let's listen to these pieces of music. Again, if you are interested in uh, hunting down this this beautiful platformer, it is spelled G-R-I-S, which is um, Spanish for gray, I believe. And um, I, th I think 
I remember seeing some comments on um on YouTube videos and stuff that it was also like Swedish or Dutch or something for pig. Um maybe uh maybe McKeel can point me in the right direction on that one. Anyways, Grease Part One, Grease Part Two by Berlinist, and we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm.